0: concerning geoffrey testenoire by william morris read for librivox.org and if you meet the canon of cheme as going to ortez you well may do greet him from john of castle nerf and say all that i tell you for all this is true this geoffrey Testenoir was a gascon thief who under shadow of the english name pilled all such towns and countries as relief to King Charles and Saint Denis, thought it blame if anything escaped him. So my lord, the Duke of Berry, sent Sir John Bon Lance and other knights, good players with the sword, to check this thief and give the land a chance. Therefore, we set our bastides round the tower that Geoffrey held the strong thief like a king, high perched upon the rock of Ventadour, hopelessly strong by Christ. It was mid-spring when first I joined the little army there with ten good spears auvergne is hot each day we sweated armed before the barrier good feats of arms were done there often eh your brother was slain there i mind me now a right good man-at-arms god pardon him i think twas geoffrey smote him on the brow with some spiked axe and while he tottered Dim about the eyes, the spear of Elaine Rue slipped through his camaya and his throat. Well, well, Elaine is paid now. Your name, Elaine, too, Mary. How strange! But this tale I would tell. For spite of all our bastides, damn blackhead would ride abroad whene'er he chose to ride. We could not stop him. Many a burgher bled, dear gold, all round his girdle. Far and wide the villeins dwelt in utter misery, twixt us and thief Sir Geoffrey, hauled this way by Sir Bon Lance at one time. He gone by, down comes this testonoir on another day. And therefore they dig up the stone, grind corn, hew wood, draw water, yea, they lived in short, as I said just now, utterly forlorn, till this our knave and blackhead was outfought. So Bon-Lance fretted, thinking of some trap, Day after day, till on a time he said, John of Newcastle, if we have good hap, We catch our thief in two days. How, I said, why, sir, to-day he rideth out again, Hoping to take well certain sumter mules, From Carcassonne going with little train, Because forsooth he thinketh us mere fools. But if we set an ambush in some wood, he is but dead. So, sir, take thirty spears to Verville forest, if it seem you good. Then felt I like the horse in Job, who hears the dancing trumpet sound, and we went forth. And my red lion on the spearhead flapped, as faster than the cool wind we rode north, towards the wood of Verville, thus it happed. We rode a soft pace on that day, while spies got news about Sir Geoffrey. The red wine under the roadside bush was clear, the flies, the dragonflies, I mind me most, did shine in brighter arms than ever I put on. So Geoffrey said our spies would pass that way next day at sundown. Then he must be one, and so we entered Verville Wood next day, in the afternoon. Through it the highway runs, twixt copses of green hazel, very thick, and underneath with glimmering of suns the primroses are happy the dews lick the soft green moss put cloths about your arms lest they should glitter surely they will go in a long thin line watchful for alarms with all their carriages of booty so lay down my pennon in the grass lord god what have we lying here will they be cold i wonder being so bare above the sod instead of under this was a knight too fold lying on fold of ancient rusted mail no plate at all gold rowels to the spurs and see the quiet gleam of turquoise pale along the censure but the long time blurs even the tinder of his coat to naught except these scraps of leather see how white the skull is loose within the quaff he fought a good fight maybe ere he was slain quite no armour on the legs too strange in faith a little skeleton for a knight though ah this one is bigger truly without scathe his enemies escaped not ribs driven out far that must have reached the heart i doubt how now what say you aldovrand a woman why under the coif a gold wreath on the brow yea see the hair not gone to powder lie golden no doubt once yea and very small this for a knight but for a dame my lord these loose-hung bones seem shapely still and tall didst ever see a woman's bones my lord often god help me i remember when i was a simple boy fifteen years old the Jacquerie froze up the blood of men with their fell deeds not fit now to be told god help again we entered Beauvais town, slaying them fast, whereto I helped mere boy, as I was then we gentles cut them down, these burners and defilers with great joy. Reason for that too, in the great church there these fiends had lit a fire that soon went out. The church at Beauvais being so great and fair, my father, who was by me, gave a shout between a beast's howl and a woman's scream then panting chuckled to me john look look count the dame's skeletons from some bad dream like a man just awaked my father shook and i being faint with smelling the burnt bones and very hot with fighting down the street and sick of such a life fell down with groans my head went weakly nodding to my feet an arrow had gone through her tender throat and her right wrist was broken then i saw the reason why she had on that war coat their story came out clear without a flaw for when he knew that they were being waylaid he threw it over her yea hood and all whereby he was much hacked while they were stayed by those their murderers many an one did fall beneath his arm no doubt so that he cleared their circle bore his death-wound out of it but as they rode some archer least afeard drew a strong bow and thereby she was hit still as he rode he knew not she was dead thought her but fainted from her broken wrist he bound with his great leathern belt she bled who knows he bled too neither was there missed the beating of her heart his heart beat well for both of them till here within this wood he died scarce sorry easy this to tell after these years the flowers forget their blood how could it be never before that day however much a soldier i might be could i look on a skeleton and say i care not for it shudder not now see over those bones i sat and pored for hours and thought and dreamed and still i scarce could see the small white bones that lay upon the flowers but evermore i saw the lady she with her dear gentle walking leading in by a chain of silver twined about her wrists her loving knight mounted and armed to win great honour for her fighting in the lists O most pale face, that brings such joy and sorrow Into men's hearts, yea, too, so piercing sharp that joy is, that it marcheth nigh to sorrow for ever, Like an overwinded harp. Your face must hurt me always, pray you now, doth it not hurt you too? Seemeth some pain to hold you always, pain to hold your brow so smooth, unwrinkled ever, yea again your long eyes where the lids seem like to drop would you not lady were they shut fast feel far merrier there so high they will not stop they are most sly to glide forth and to steal into my heart i kiss their soft lids there and in green garden scarce can stop my lips from wandering on your face but that your hair falls down and tangles me back my face slips or say your mouth i saw you drink red wine once at a feast how slowly it sank in as though you feared that some wild fate might twine within that cup and slay you for a sin and when you talk your lips do arch and move in such wise that a language new i know besides their sound they quiver too with love when you are standing silent know this too i saw you kissing once like a curved sword that bites with all its edge did your lips lie curled gently slowly long time could afford for caught-up breathings like a dying sigh they gathered up their lines and went away and still kept twitching with a sort of smile as likely to be weeping presently your hands too how i watched them all the while Cry out, St. Peter, now, quoth Aldo Vrand. I cried, St. Peter, broke out from the wood with all my spears. We met them hand to hand, and shortly slew them. nevertheless, by the rude we caught not Blackhead then, or any day. Months after that he died at last in bed, From a wound picked up at a barrier fray. That same year's end a steel bolt in the head, And much bad living killed Testenoir at last john froissart knoweth he is dead by now no doubt but knoweth not this tale just passed perchance then you can tell him what i show in my new castle down beside the Yore, there is a little chapel of squared stone painted inside and out in green nook pure there did i lay them every wearied bone and over it they lay with stone-white hands clasped Fast together, hair made bright with gold. This Jacques Picard, known through many lands, wrought cunningly. He's dead now. I am old. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.